Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on, everyone, and welcome to r slash malicious compliance, where this man says that he's never had food that is too hot before in his life. So after asking a chef at a Mexican restaurant to make him the hottest possible steak, OP does just that. And of course, he can't handle it. However, before we get into that story, guys, first of all, I owe a lot of shout outs. Guys, if you didn't know, I'm running the London Marathon on the 23rd of April this year to raise money for kids, an amazing charity that does loads of stuff to support young disabled children and their families. Now, as you can see over here, I have a target to raise of £2,000. And we're almost unbelievably now halfway there, despite the fact that last episode, we were miles away now i promise you guys that as soon as we hit that two thousand pound target i will make a video in full karen makeup dress and wig and that seems to have incentivized you guys because we've got about 20 new supporters since the last episode now i also said that i would give shout outs to every single person that donates so without further ado there are now a lot to get through and some of them are actually incredible like really quite powerful and emotional to be honest so here we go first of all anonymous with a ten dollars thank you so much guys if you do want a shout out by the way get your name in the mixer it doesn't have to be anonymous but if you don't that's fine marissa you can do this jack i believe in you i've been a fan since 2020 best of luck from michigan a lovely message marissa that's elite from you we've got two pounds from vortex love your vids jack i don't have much but i hope this helps these are the sort of donations i love because even if you don't have much money two pounds still goes a very long way and it just means a lot to be fair people that don't have loads of money but still want to get involved and help out and get a shout out legend mary with the five good luck and well done thank you peter love your videos with 20 that's amazing gavin kick butt in that marathon gavin i will try to steffi saying do the marathon as a karen now i want to get a good time and i think that having a full wig on would probably impede me in some way maybe the next one i'll do i'll do as a karen but the video nonetheless will be full karen kieran i watched all your videos from 2019 to 2021 then all of them from mid 2021 to now thank you for all of your amazing vids and good luck with the run i want to know what happened from the start of 2021 to mid 2021 that's my question no seriously mate thank you very much marcus rashford or just marcus r good on you for doing this appreciate that mate another one from video atlas i know it's not much but keep up these amazing videos we'll be supporting you want to see you in the karen suit it's coming nichelle redditor thank you for your selfless act in supporting a great cause love your video and so do my kids have a great and successful career can't wait for that video please donate guys please donate listen to nichelle the quicker we get the donations, the quicker you see me in a full Karen outfit. Jack comes through with the incredible 100 Australian dollars. That's insane from you, mate. 
That's incredible. Thank you so much. Nico, I think it's awesome to do this for disabled children. I've got a mental disability myself, autism, and think children should have more funds for disability. Keep up the good work. I completely agree. Thank you so much. And we've got even more, guys. Look, show more. They're coming in. Tater Top Hot Dish for the children with the 10. Unreal. Melissa with $50. Good luck. Thank you so much, Melissa. Jazeel, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly with the five. Incredible. Anonymous with a hundred dollar donation that is insane and again i'm sorry that i don't know your name but a hundred dollars donate that isn't that is literally a 20th of the goal pretty much right there legend now this one is probably my favorite donation so far just because it's pretty incredible and jocelyn and devon mum of two teens and we love you and listen to you every day thank you for always being entertaining we do absolutely love all of your videos and unique commentary $125. Are you insane? That is just an incredible, incredible donation. And it's actually pretty amazing that we can do this as a community, set something up, raise money for an amazing charity and get donations like that, which are going to make so much difference. And Jocelyn, Devon, legends, the lot of you. But we must carry on. Connor with 20 euros, legendary scenes once again. Ray and Nicole, too many monsters. Our family will be cheering for you during the marathon. Insane stuff. Pam, donation in memory of my late husband. He loved children. Best of luck from across the pond. In St. John's, Newfoundland, Canada, with the 20 Canadian dollars. I think that's our first Canadian donation. Great scenes. But we must carry on because we've got some UK now. Anonymous with the 30. Shadow, one of my patrons with the 30. Tasha, fabulous cause. Hope you do well, Jack. Thank you very much. Zombie with a little cheeky too. Arlo with two US. Go to that run, mate. Support from Australia. You're a great man. Anonymous with another hundred dollars. Oh my goodness me. And then finally, I believe this is the last one. Joanne with $15. Overall, you lot can see your support over the past couple of days has been incredible. If you guys want to get involved, get this target going, flying up towards £2,000, then the link, as it will be for the duration of probably five, six months now, then the link that you need to go and support is in the description on whatever platform you're on. Go down there. It's also in the pinned comment. Click it. And look, as I said, as I've shown, however much you can give, it doesn't actually really matter. You'll get a shout out and you'll be helping me get towards that £2,000 target, which will see me in a Karen costume. It's also just a great thing to do because you're donating to this wonderful charity, kids. So yeah, there we go. And on with the video. No one ever makes it hot enough. Okay, then you ask for it. I used to be a chef in a Mexican restaurant in a small town in Australia nearly 40 years ago. We were modestly popular and I loved working there. One night, a young man came in to dine with a young lady. It was very obviously a first date. They ordered nachos to share with a side of jalapenos for their entree, and he ordered a steak Veracruz, hot, for his main, and the young lady ordered a chicken burrito, mild, for hers. I, as I usually did throughout the nights, would walk around the tables and ask if people were enjoying the food. After the nachos, I checked on them, and the young man informed me that the chili that accompanied the nachos was not hot at all and that he loved hot food. I was informed that he had traveled extensively and had eaten some of the hottest food in the world and that no one had ever made a dish too hot for him. He reiterated that he wanted his steak main extra hot. To be honest, I found him to be pompous and rather obnoxious in the way he was speaking down to me and found myself taking a disliking to him. I will add at this point that the young lady was looking a little uncomfortable and I got the impression her date was not going as she had expected. I headed to the kitchen. I made her a lovely chicken burrito while putting together his steak. He wanted it hot 
He was going to get it. Our steak Veracruz was usually a steak cooked and topped with our house tomato sauce base with some capsicums, bell peppers for you Americans, and onions with a touch of chili. On this occasion, I set to work. Keep in mind, this was Australia back in the 80s, and we did not get a lot of different chilies back then, and a jalapeno was considered hot by most Aussie palates. Hey, we were an uneducated bunch. I had a few bird's eye chilies in the kitchen that were mainly there for the staff and the resident Mexican guitarist meals, so I started with those. I finally diced about 10 of those with their seeds. I then started sweating off my onions and capsicums. I then threw in the chilies, and then I added about a tablespoon of chili powder and about a tablespoon of cayenne. I soon felt the fumes hit my nose and the back of my throat, and my eyes started watering. I ran to the door of the kitchen to get a breath of breathable air, as the air in my tiny kitchen was rapidly becoming unbreathable. I ran back to my pan and put a ladle of the house tomato sauce in. I then let that simmer for a few minutes. I then added some chopped up jalapenos from a jar in my fridge and thought, why not? And in went a little bit more chili powder. I then put the flash fried steak in to finish it off in the sauce. I served it all up on a plate with some rice, served out the chicken burrito, and hit the bell for the waitress to serve it to the table. The waitress came back and told me that as she placed it in front of him, he said, this had better be hot. She assured him the chef had done as he requested. I went to the door of the kitchen, joined by my waitress to watch the show unfold. And unfold it did. I watched with glee as he sliced the steak, took a piece on his fork, and with a smug look on his face, he put it in his mouth. He took a chew and then realized his mistake. I saw it. That moment when his face changed, but he was trying so hard not to show it. He couldn't. He was on a date and he bragged so hard and now he had to go through with it. He ate the steak. I could see every ounce of pain on his face. He struggled. He struggled hard. His date watched him with a slight smile on her lips and I got the impression that she was thoroughly enjoying his pain. He went through several jugs of water. He sweated. He barely spoke. He looked danged uncomfortable. At the end of the meal, I came out of the kitchen and asked him if he'd enjoyed. His words could have been hotter. He never came back. His date, she became a regular and told us he was an insufferable fool and she never saw him again. I have no regrets other than I wish Carolina Reapers had been around then. You know what? I think that everybody in their life has met someone like this guy. Someone that just wants to show off, act as if they're just way more cool than they really are. When in reality, they're just making themselves look stupid. As you've seen by this girl's reaction, she wasn't having any of it. No one likes arrogance and cockiness. There's no need for that. The great thing about stories in this subreddit is that a lot of the time, people like OP are doing literally as they're asked. You know, the guy said, make it as hot as you possibly can. He did that and he couldn't deal with it. That is just brilliant because you're doing what he said and he can't handle it. So get out. Now for our next malicious compliance story. Why did they get in for free? Let me fix that. I used to work as a bouncer slash doorman at a bar that charged a $2 cover on weekend nights. Everyone paid to get in with only one exception, party buses. We had an agreement with the different party bus operators that if they brought their groups to our bar, they would get in for free. Lively crowds are good for business. So one night I'm working and a guy comes in with his girlfriend and I tell him it's two bucks a head. He grumbles about it and I give him the same line I tell anyone who complains. A $2 cover is the cheapest thing you will buy here tonight. If you can't afford it, you might want to go somewhere else. He doesn't want to look cheap in front of his lady, so of course he pays. A couple of minutes later, he's back saying he just talked to some people who didn't have to pay and wants to know why he got singled out. I tell him about the party bus rule and say those people must have come in on a bus. 
He motions towards some people sitting with his girlfriend and tells me, You didn't charge my friends and they didn't come on a bus. I recognized the people and when they came in, I asked them if they were from the bus and they had said yes. So they lied to me. It happens and normally I wouldn't worry about it. I tell him, Well, it sounds like I made a mistake. I guess it's their lucky night. That's my hint to him that he should let it go. But that's not good enough for him. He gets louder and keeps demanding I refund his $4 to keep things fair. I've had it with him. I tell him, you're right, it's not fair. Let me fix it for you. He smirks because he thinks he's getting a refund, but he doesn't realize that all I'm giving is some sweet, malicious compliance. His smirk disappeared when I stepped away from the cash drawer and walked over to where his friends were sitting. In my most polite voice, I said, Hey, sorry to bother you guys, but there's a $2 cover tonight and your friend here told me you didn't pay. I must have misheard you when I asked if you were here with the party bus, but I need to collect the cover from you now. The looks of betrayal they gave him were priceless. I collected their covers, smiled, and loudly thanked him for being so honest. Then I walked back to my post and watched them proceed to rip him a new one. I just don't get it. What did he expect to happen there? Did he really think that it was more likely that OP was going to say, okay, fine, I'll let you off, or go over to the other people who have lied to his face and get the money that is rightfully the properties, the companies, the bars? Like, he was obviously going to do that. What did this guy expect? And now, as expected, his friends are going to be like, well, mate, why did you do that? Why have you snaked us? And he's going to have no answer so dumb also all this for two dollars i mean what what is going on i think that amount of money is literally just put in place to make sure that you don't get absolute wrongings coming into this establishment two dollars and you're complaining about it how much to drink what i just don't get it i just really don't get it but hey great malicious compliance nonetheless Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Don't care about people calling me on your old number? I'll sort it. I just moved to Australia and gotten a new phone. But as it turns out, my number was someone else's old number. Every other week, I'd get calls by a tradie who wanted to know why I wasn't on site, mate, or what I wanted done with building projects ABC. Every time, I explained at length that they got the wrong number, and quite often, folks on the other end were absolutely rude or thought I was taking the mick and insisted I answer their questions or show up on site now. I was over it, so I googled my own number and did some digging, and eventually found out the guy who had my number before, then his new number, and then I called him. I politely explained my dilemma, pointed out that there were two websites that still had his old, my now new number, and if he could please change this and let his contacts know about his new number and to delete the old one, as it was getting quite tedious for me. By that time, I'd used my number for work, visa applications, and landlords and friends, and changing it would have been a huge pain. I explained all of that. Well, of course, he was just as pleasant as most of his contacts and told me something along the lines of, I don't give a frick, mate. That's not my problem. 
Get screwed. Sort your own stuff out, mate. Well, the universe provides. And so I got a great opportunity to do just that only a few weeks later. I received a call in the early hours of one morning by another disgruntled guy telling me he was early and demanding to know where I wanted the sand put down and how to get in. I asked what sand and was told he had a full truckload of sand as ordered and no one was on site and it was all fenced off. Very briefly did I think about launching into my explanation, but I was tired and over. And then realized the opportunity provided I snapped back at him with no uncertainty mate It's all good dump it all right in the driveway in front of the fence We'll sort it out when we get there the guy said you sure mate. It's a lot of sand Absolutely sure mate. Thanks a lot. All right, then boss and he hangs up Well, I go back to bed snoozing for another hour with a big smile until my phone rings again And I see it's old mate with his new number who I saved when I called him a few weeks ago I pick up rather chipper and he doesn't waste any time launching into a series of swear words And now he has no access to the site and he has to move a literal ton of sand by hand And whether or not I told the sand guy to dump it all there I replied you told me to sort this out myself. This is me sorting this out You can remove the numbers and let your contacts know or not. Totally up to you, mate. He was fuming, calling me a few more choice words, promising to fire me and a lot more before we ended the conversation. However, the numbers disappeared from the internet really quickly after that, and I never got another call again. I still have my number, and every time I see a truck with sand, I chuckle to myself, thinking of this guy moving a ton of sand by hand and losing a fair few hours of labor because he was a douchebag and couldn't be bothered sending a few texts. An absolute gem of a malicious compliance story right there. I just I just picture this guy, right? Coming up to this place and just seeing a literal ton of sand, a lump of sand blocking his way in and thinking, oh no, I really should have, I really should have sent a few texts, shouldn't I? This is not going to be fun. And once again, his his lack of his lack of getting on top of things and just being rude to UOP. He deserves this. He really does. Once again, like the previous story, this guy clearly didn't have the brains to foresee how this would end. Therefore, it is on him. That's the beauty of this subreddit, as I said. The fact of the matter is, these guys are just bringing this horrible stuff onto themselves, and it's not even really OP's fault that this happened. What do you expect them to do? Say once again, or just say for the rest of time, sorry, this isn't my number. No, he's going to get fed up and he's going to make you make that change. And there you go. It happened. And now for our final malicious compliance story of this episode. This one with over 46,000 upvotes, by the way. Boss says, if you're one minute late, I'm docking 15 minutes from your time. Gets mad when I don't work the 15 minutes I was docked for free. This happened about four years ago. I do construction and we start fairly early. My boss got tired of people walking in at 6.05 or 6.03 when we start at 6, even though he was a few minutes late, more consistently than any of us were. So he said, If you aren't standing in front of me at 6 o'clock when we start, then I'm docking 15 minutes from your time for the day. The next day, I accidentally forgot my tape measure in my car and had to walk back across the job site to grab it. Made it inside at 6.01. My boss chewed me out and told me he was serious yesterday and clocked me 15 minutes. So I took all my tools off right there and sat down on a bucket. He asked why I wasn't getting to work and I said, I'm not getting paid until 6.15, so I'm not doing any work until 6.15. I enjoy what I do, but I don't do it for free. He tried to argue with me about it until I said, if you're telling me to work without paying me, then that's against the law. You really want to open the company and yourself up to that kind of risk? 
Maybe I'm the kind to sue. Maybe I'm not. But if you keep on telling me to work after you docked my time, then we're going to find out one way or another. He shut up pretty quickly after that. And everyone else saw me do it and him cave. So now they're not going to take this rubbish either. Over the next few days, guys that would have been one or two minutes late just texted the boss. Hey, sorry, boss. Would have been there at 6.02 and gotten docked. So I'll see you at 6.15 and I'll get to work then. And then they sit in their cars until 6.15 and came in when their time started. So between people doing what I did or just staying in their cars instead, he lost a ton of productivity and morale because he decided that losing 15 minutes of productivity per person and feeling like a big man was better than losing literally one or two minutes of productivity. Even though everyone stands around BSing and getting material together for the day until about 6.10 anyway. After a few weeks of that, he got chewed out by his boss over the loss of productivity and how bad the doc timesheets were looking and reflecting poorly on him as a leader because we were missing deadlines over it. And it showed that you don't know how to manage your people. And then suddenly, his little self-implemented policy was gone and we all worked like we were supposed to and caught back up fairly quickly. Worker solidarity for the win. Not one person took his rubbish and worked that time for free after he tried to swing his weight around on them. But obviously, I was a target after that and only made it two more months before he had stacked up enough BS reasons to get away with firing me when I called in a few days in a row after my mum fell and I took off work to care for her and monitor her for a while during the day. Yeah, I was going to say, OP, you kind of made yourself a target um, and I'm not too surprised that this happened. However, you've got to take solace in the fact and be proud that you as an individual have saved a lot of employees so much time and money, I guess, by not working for free for 15 minutes. If you add up the collective 15 minute periods that you have saved your employees by doing what you did and taking a stand against your boss, that is a lot of time and money right there. So yeah feel good about that. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash malicious compliance. My first episode on this subreddit, I believe in over half a year, which is pretty incredible. If you guys want to see more of it, drop a like on this one and comment down below because it's definitely a subreddit that I'd like to cover more regularly. I just, for whatever reason, haven't. Once again, get in the description, click the link to my Just Giving page, the fundraiser, and give whatever you can. All donations will be greatly appreciated and it will get me very close, I think now, to that Karen costume. So if you want to see that, get in the mixer. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.